0: Yes. Welcome to the Epray Thought Podcast. I am your host, Savoy Anthony Jefferson, better known as the number one thought ally, aka Fat Bitch Bussy, aka Blessed Fat Bitch Bussy, aka Top Five Bussy Dead Alive, aka This Is the Essence of Lay Bussy, aka I Am Exhausted Bussy, but I Am Still Here. And you know, I'm just going to make it do what it do Um, I rejuvenated my pussy by eating some chips In a granola bar Um, Shout out to Amber for getting the snacks A few weeks ago A true queen Um, A true snack queen Um, (laughs) Come on, true snack queen Um, You know I'm here, I'm queer And now I'm about to introduce my lovely My beautiful and I wanted to shout out Amber because Amber was Extremely patient with me today I know I was probably very short with her um today was a very stressful day for me you really were oh, okay well, well I don't
1: I don't take it, it I don't even notice it oh, okay well I just be like oh oh um, <laughs> yeah I don't notice it
0: okay well I apologize nonetheless um okay. whether that you knows or not but anyways my lovely beautiful co-host Miss Amber Milan. hey
1: y'all hey y'all <laughs> it's that type of day today um what's up y'all it's your girl amber aka emo black girl aka depressants, aka um tisha campbell tees because i am always still here uh aka sex here, here. <laughs> here here um <laughs> aka uh, sex operator extraordinaire Ew. Ew. aka voice partner in thought that's what's up bye that's bye. it that's all i got for yeah, my case that's, really, that's good that's i good. did my yeah i tried I, i'm Look, trying to you did remember.
0: that you did that thank you you know and today this weekend i'm gonna see tisha and tashina
1: oh yeah, so at, at the soul, soul train Trail. uh awards mm-hmm. yeah so i'm going you, I don't know which. Okay. Oh, here. yeah. He's doing the choreography okay, for see, uh, it's, I'm it's, Still here. here. But shout out to Tisha for being legendary, mm. uh, being funny without even knowing she's funny.
0: Yeah. I wonder how she feels about I'm Still Here videos. Like. You
1: know, she's got to have some fun with it. Okay. She's got, she has to be a good spirit about I hope so. it. She's got to so. be a good sport. Because
0: um, she's always been trying to sing for a long time.
1: You know, even on the Martin episodes. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. used to be like, girl, stop. Just let it even go. then.
0: Even then. But
1: But you know what?
0: You gotta respect a bitch who is committed. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I mean,
1: she started off at Little Shop of Horrors. She you know, she was in um school days, both like musical yeah. films, so
0: And it's not that I don't think she can't. I think she can sing. I just don't think she's as good of a singer as she thinks she
1: is. That is that is it.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 hmm good, <laughs> good points were made. Amber, anything exciting happened to you since the last time we were here?
1: Um, so this isn't even that exciting. I don't even know if I should talk about this because I told this dude about the podcast, but I went on I, I don't even think it was a date, but I went on, I like hung out with this dude that like I new back from Chicago Mm -hmm. and like um I'm a very flaky person so uh I'm I'm just gonna be honest with y'all your girl (laughs) don't be showing up places but uh I finally hung out with him Mm -hmm. um and I ended up talking about the podcast because i was like oh i'm going to harlem or something like that mm. and then so he started asking me about the podcast and i was like like i was just like i don't want to talk about it mm. the only reason i didn't want to talk about it because i just didn't want to talk about sex the whole time which i ended up talking about the whole time mm. um and i think because i was talking about sex the whole time he thought he was going to get sex mm. and that was Happening. Happening. Is he cute? So yeah, he's cute. He's cute. He's an actor. Um, I'll show you a picture. He has a um a play, uh out. In, Is it
0: possible he could get dick in like the coming weeks, days, months?
1: I don't know. He, you know what? Let me not say this on air. <laughs> Let me not say it. it's possible. Anything's it's possible. Po-
0: it's possible. Cause he literally might listen to this. So. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah. So we gotta keep that dick open all the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh and available. So yeah. uh even though I flake, I like to keep doors open. Exactly. You know what I'm saying?
0: Keep them pussy walls
1: open. I this is why I'm a fuck boy because I like to keep shit open. I don't like to close shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like even we fucked ten years ago and it was good. And if I see you today, I may look at you like
0: Let's let's get it. Can let's we do this again? <laughs>
1: so, but yeah, that's um.
0: When did this happen? Today?
1: Nah, this happened. When was it? Sunday? Maybe okay. Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. It was Sunday night. Um, we were like at Bedvine cocktail. Okay. Shout out to Bedvine.
0: Shout out to Bedvine. Mhm.
1: Even though a bitch don't drink.
0: But you, I feel like you always get a little play at Bedvine. Yet yeah, when I go, it be dickless in seattle
1: you know what you know know (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i I don't think i don't honestly i don't think where i live in particular the bed vines i don't think they are that queer friendly i Mm. think it's very straight yeah and that's yeah yeah so
0: shout out to so shout out to
1: Don't shout out to the straights.
0: Like we deserve we don't deserve anything. Y'all deserve exactly what the fuck y'all getting. Exactly. We <laughs> All right.
1: How about you, Savoy? Anything you know exciting?
0: No. I came in yelling today. You did. Um I just wanna get through this week and next week. You will. Um I'm going to trap karaoke this weekend. That's
1: exciting.
0: I'm excited. And me and Ryan's, Ryan's coming with me.
1: Shout out to Ryan. Um,
0: he didn't know that until I tweeted it. Um, okay, <laughs> and
1: he agreed.
0: He agreed, or he said he was researching, but then in my mind, trap karaoke fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Are you I,
1: gonna perform?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I just told Mouse that I'm getting on stage and I'm twerking.
1: Oh, Mouse is okay. Mouse yes, is doing Okay, yeah, Mouse is you host, should so. you should perform.
0: Yeah, I told him I was gonna get on stage and twerking. He said that's not happening, but I was like, I'm I'm doing it, whether or not you let me on or not. So, not okay. Happening. Is happening, um, what song would I perform though? That's a good question.
1: You got to think about that, and then you need to have Ryan videotape it so that we can have it.
0: <laughs> I feel like I should do some little Kim. Oh, how many licks? That'll Been be a good. lot of places, seen a lot of faces. Oh, here I even fuck with different races. Yes, okay, um. <laughs> The Black dude, his name was John. He had a queen bee, rules tattoos his arm. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Um, Don't
1: apologize for being a bird. That's your inner spirit.
0: Ooh, child. I'm just trying to be a flamingo every day. Just trying to embrace it. All right, so we're going to get into our lovely guest.
2: Yes.
0: Um, first of all, I want to say that I guess it's mad poppin'. She's um, so poppin'. And she was like, she went viral this weekend. <laughs> She's rolling her eyes about going viral. It was, <laughs> it was a moment it, it was a moment it was definitely a moment um so our guest today is a financial dominatrix dominatrix that's correct that's mm-hmm. okay okay pro dominatrix sex educator fin. fin whoa fin dom mentor creator of black dom sorority and also um uh i guess you could say would you say you you throw sex parties. Yes. But what's the official? What would be like the A official host? A adult
1: sex? event organizer. Ooh, Ooh. an adult
0: event. Yes, organizer. organizer. Yes, come on And our <laughs> lovely guest is Mistress Marley.
1: Shout out to her. Hey, Hi, Busy, hi. welcome Mistress Marley. Mistress hi. Marley, hi. Adult
0: event organizer. Yes. Ooh, I want to do that, but just for my own Bussy. Okay, child. Can I be an event, a, a adult event organized for my own bussy?
1: Yes, Yeah. Get a guest list and all that together. Yeah, oh my God, you
0: could. <laughs> okay, so Mrs. Marley, is there anything you would like the bussy have to know about you? Anything you want to tell the girls? Anything that any little tidbits, fun facts? You know, anything you might put on your Tinder profile? Oh, if you had one.
1: Okay, so Tinder ban me. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> Okay, so
0: good, good to know.
1: <laughs> okay, Tinder banned me, but <laughs> you know, why did Tinder? Is ba- what it is? Why did Tinder ban you? We got to get into yeah, that. I one. guess because I put that I was looking for submissive men and that I was dominant, and I guess somebody saw my page and reported me because wow. that's what people do. You can't be. You can't say that you want to have submissive men and be dominant. I guess not, because if enough people report you, they remove your page. So I don't know if men that's just insane. were looking at my page and was like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, she's nope. trying to like just want submissive men. I'm trying to take over her. Report, report, report." And wow. then I tried to log on to Tinder and I was gone. Damn,
0: that bitch was gone.
1: the patriarchy is getting us everywhere. Huh? I'm gonna make damn. another account though. One day. I'm gonna be we support up there. that. <laughs> that's that's a really cute fun fact. Okay, so um, Mistress Marley, where did you get your name from? Oh my gosh. So back in undergrad, me and one of my girlfriends just randomly were just like chilling. And we were like, let's go try it at the strip club. And we were like, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't fuck it. So we went in there. And before you go on stage audition, they say, what's your stripper name? And we both didn't have stripper names. I was just like, Marley, just real fast. So that's where that came from. And we ended up getting the job, which we didn't think was going to happen because we really were like drunk as fuck going up there and just dancing. It was like at a white club. So I'm just like, yeah, we could do anything here. And they would like it like I could do a two step and they'd be like, OK. Oh, my God. That's
0: and, we, amazing. and we only worked that's there so for true. like
1: two months, two to three months. But it was so much fun. But that's where the name came from. Just Come random. On. Mrs. Marley. Yes.
0: That's so dope. Yes. I like it. I think I would name. Um, matter of fact, I think I'm going to name one of my children Marley now that'd be cute okay sorry (laughs) guys for the children i'm not having because fuck you children are the ghetto as they are (laughs) the literal (laughs) ghetto yeah i don't want any of those things yeah i do shout out to you i really do i really want kids so badly do you want kids when you want marriage
1: yep because i'm like i just i i think that's the ghetto Marriage seems more like I'm like oh my god I'm man. tied down. Marriage is kind of scary. It's just like I really have to wake up to this person every day. Like I have to. Yeah, and then like I got this person for the rest of my life. Yeah, and we have to have joy joint accounts. Unless that person has more money than me, I think I would love to be married. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but statistics say that like women, like women are happier when they're single like mm. men category. are men actually like do better in marriages because women are doing everything <laughs> um while <laughs> um while they're being married so I know I know um
0: so no kids or marriage at this point. You don't low key talk to me out of marriage too.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is about um homosexual relationships. There's probably niggas is niggas. that's true, but like y'all both niggas. So blind are, are y'all are y'all both unhappy with each other? Like what's what's who's doing probably what?
0: one more unhappy than the other.
1: Yeah. As long I feel like as long as you're probably not following gender roles, mm-hmm. I feel like that is where you probably will have a better relationship because if there's an idea like for example like my parents like this is one reason probably why I don't want to get married my mom used to like work and then she also used to have to like come home after like a two hour commute and then make us dinner and like have to like take care of us while my dad worked from home you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. I just feel like that is just too much like if there's no give and take I just can't do it
0: Shout out to those who give and take. Yes.
1: Yes. Shout out. All right, let's get to these these bushes. Well, just give to me and I'm going to take. So there it is. There it is. And that's on what? <laughs> Period. Ah. Period, poof. Come on. <laughs> For real. That's not a joke.
2: Right. Hit me up. <laughs>
0: Please hit up Mrs. Marley if you just want to <laughs> give, watch, and let her take. She's right. available. Amber oh, might be over. A- Amber is also, <laughs> also available, available. Okay. This
1: Shit. I'm so available for this.
0: <laughs> I cannot. As always, we start with Bussy Pep Talks, which is one reason why myself, Amber, and the guests are proud of ourselves for the week. Mrs. Marley, we will let you start with your Bussy Pep Talk. What's one reason why you're proud of yourself this week or one reason why you just love yourself or anything?
1: I'm proud of myself for putting myself out there at my homecoming and walking that white man on the leash (laughs) and just not giving a fuck what anybody had to say out there and knowing that it would, you know, bring both negative and positive attention, but still being like, fuck it. This is me. You're going to like it or not. And I'm still going to thrive.
0: Come on. Yes. Emphasis on you still going to thrive. Okay. Because you're what? You're still here. Okay. Here, oh. Oh. Here. I wasn't ready.
1: <laughs> Y'all, I do it in the corner. <laughs> okay. And then Mistress Mario was also trying to do it with oh, Savoy. Okay. <laughs> That's cute. Next time I'm at the club. Yes. Every song.
0: <laughs> Come on, every song. <laughs> oh, Amber, what's your pussy pep talk for today?
1: Um, (laughs) we've done a lot of episodes in a very short amount of time. So I'm like, damn, uh, (laughs) what am I grateful for today, this week? Um, uh, you know what? A bitch is taking vitamins. (laughs) Shout out to vitamins. Shout out to vitamins. So um, one thing, because, you know, y'all know I take meds and uh, I was like, oh, my psychiatrist was like maybe we were talking about should i go up on the medication so i tried to go up on the medication that didn't really work and then i'm like all right well let me start taking like supplements so i'm taking like vitamin d i'm doing maca root um and you do maca root yes it's really good well i specifically needed to because like being on meds like i'm like i don't give a fuck about sex but like but I do actually give a fuck about sex. And mm-hmm. so, like, but root is kind of, like, helping me get back to the... Yeah, it increases know.
0: that sex drive, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to take that. Actually, maybe I do. Nah, you don't need to take it.
1: <laughs> but it is energizing, and vitamin D is dope, you know, especially for, like, the seasonal depression shit. So mm-hmm. I, I'm proud of myself for taking vitamins. Yeah. I have my little, my little... <laughs> Pack of vitamins and you got the, you little, got the little plastic thing. Like the I got yeah. Well, I don't have I don't I have the that. Too. I, I don't mean. have that. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> I don't have that. But bitch, I'm about to get it because <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> it, that Monday, too because you need it. Like I need that reminder. But I do have like a little thing that I brought to work today um, for for some of my vitamins because I have to take two a day. And so I was like, let me do it before I
0: have to get home. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah. Okay. I'm proud of myself for taking vitamins.
0: Shout out to vitamins,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and hopefully that maca will help you want to get some vitamin, some real vitamin D. Yes. Soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of myself because today I just got through a day, and um, I, I last couple of days a well, nigga been waking up real stressed, um, and just I kind of took it. Some for the most part, I took it step by step today, thing by thing. And I got mostly everything that I said I was going to do today. I got it done. So being an entrepreneur and trying to, you know, do stuff for the podcast and take care of myself. I'm just trying to balance it all, especially take care of this mental health um, and make sure that I don't punch anybody in their throat. Okay. Um, from a lack of balance. Um shout out to, shout out to Rihanna for also saying that she's working on balance. <laughs> now two of us are Rihanna. Um so yeah, that's my Bussy Pep talk for today. Bow. All right. We're about to jump into it. Are you ready, Mistress Marley?
1: I'm ready. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> You know what? The fact that you gave me a eye with a, a, a body roll, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm I not felt ready that in these it... jeans. These jeans are a little tight. In no, those I, jeans. I usually don't wear jeans.
1: I am not a jeans person. But I just had to today. <laughs> these jeans wearing me because I ain't wearing them.
0: <gasps> okay. Ooh. All right. So... <laughs> I felt that woo. I felt okay. Um, we're gonna start. We start with eat. We go in order, eat, pray, thought. Okay, okay. So we're gonna start with eat. If your dominatrix work was a meal, what would that meal be and what would it consist of? I feel like it's gonna be something spicy, but I could be completely off.
1: Something hardcore that I can just eat with my hands, just get real up in there, you know, mm. nothing real cute and prim. No, Forks, no knives, just something where I can just get up in there. And I'm trying, maybe just burgers and mm. fries mm. and just greasy food. Because I'm real, like, my Dom approach, even when I have sessions, is real, like, rough with my clients, you know? Mm. So, like, it's not, I don't coddle them. I don't do any of that stuff. So, it's just, like, it would be real just messy.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Mm. Like a sloppy joe? Oh, I haven't had a sloppy joe in a long time.
0: That's so black are you
1: it's a it's Sloppy Joe sloppy is with some cheese <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 are Sloppy Joe's black
0: I feel like Sloppy Joe's is black I feel oh
1: like gosh. yeah but so that's what she said messy yeah no I was you I know, was agreeing. get you a little I haven't had that in a long time a Sloppy Joe
0: with some cheese who
1: makes Sloppy Joe's in New
0: York God, oh, you no. know what we gonna have to <laughs> google, <laughs> google that we to, <laughs> one that, 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 we really will gonna have to google that one Uh <laughs> i never that's a good ass question there probably is you know this new york so it's probably a restaurant that like specializes in different types of slobby shows um what's one what's a must-have thanksgiving food item like what's the one thing you gotta have for for your thanksgiving
1: definitely chitlins
0: okay Chitlins have been a favorite this season.
1: I know. I was like, oh, "Damn, everybody oh chitlins. About Who ever have a chitlin support group."
0: Just let me tell you, Jess Kelly lo- Just loves. Callie. She some talked chitlins. about chitlins for a good five minutes. But people she al- look
1: down on chitlins. But pe- but she also says she don't eat them. She, she cooks them though. Cook. Oh. Um. Right. But yeah, people have been talking about chitlins for a while. But yeah, chitlins. I mean, chillins I aren't chitlins aren't as bad as people say. They do say they are like slave food, and we we're free now and all that shit. But like. <laughs>
0: Some of us is free.
1: <laughs> but still, I don't still know. Now. You know, chitlins. Oxtails are terrible too, technically. What is oxtail again? It's a booty. Yeah, it's the asshole. It's the asshole. So you y- y'all not tell me I've been eating ass all this yes, time not know? exactly. So, like, Ooh, if j- we <laughs> eating oxtails <laughs> and we ain't calling that the ghetto, but we out here, you know, killing it, then.
0: Exactly. Okay, so chitlins. Yeah, How you like your chitlins prepared?
1: I like them prepared with love.
0: Come on, love.
1: <laughs> For sure. <laughs> with some vinegar. Okay. A lot of good seasoning.
0: Okay. And
1: just all sopped up, all in there. You know, mm-hmm. I use the word sop. Yep. <laughs> I heard That's that one in a
0: minute. Sopped up. No, no, I know sop. <laughs> look, that, that look, look, I know so. But yeah, with sop love, it up like a love.
1: biscuit. Yeah, amen. You got to have the auntie with the dent in the elbow. Okay. That make it if her <laughs> elbow ain't got no dent, it ain't gonna be good. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: Not the dent in the elbow.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I'm. I, I really. <laughs> Who's your auntie that got the din in the elbow? I ain't going to put her out like that. I was,
1: say, ah, ah, I was about to
0: name my auntie. Who's your auntie? Her name was aunt. <laughs>
1: this is so country. Her name's LaVassa. Ooh. Ah. sounded like, she threw down back in the day, okay? LaVassa? Yes, Now, that's LaVassa. a motherfucker that I won't
0: have some <laughs> motherfucking chilling. That's her name. LaVassa. So, uh. LaVassa look like she can cut up on the dance floor, too. She sound like she was... Yeah, baby. You so can do I got it.
1: some. I got some country ass people in my family. Come on, Vassa.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. shout out to Aunt mm-hmm. Uh
1: <laughs> So, what dish are you bringing to the office potluck? So I work with like all white people. Mm-hmm. Speaking of potluck, we having one next week, right? Uh,
0: so what you bringing? What you bringing? Somebody to already took over
1: the mac and cheese, and I'm like, they about to fuck this mac and cheese. You up. already know they are. I'm not bringing shit. I'm just there to eat because. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm not about to go cook in my kitchen for dinner. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. I'll bring some chips or some plates. Bitch, you bringing chips bring in chips. Bring the, the back. bare minimum. <laughs> I'm not mm <mm-mm>, mm mm mm. <laughs> You know what? That's what those white people deserve. you right. And mm. I probably won't even eat their food, honestly. It's just yeah, like, I'll step out
0: for lunch. I'm just I wouldn't eat yeah. mac and cheese from some random white folks. And it's
1: probably not even going to be the mac and cheese I'm thinking it needs to be. It's probably going to have like some pecans in it or some shit. Ooh, no pecans. Pe- <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't know. know. But Amber, that sounds like some shit they would make with <laughs> exactly, still. Exactly. Exactly. But disrespectful nonetheless.
1: Oh, white people be making the worst food. Ooh, child, and then they got pecans. their like their cat probably like all in the oh, kitchen. No.
0: Mm mm. I'm sorry, y'all can't see my face, but I was disgusted by the cat being in the kitchen. Um, Okay, all right. (laughs) One food that makes your pussy throb.
1: Crab legs. Yep. Crab legs. I will order them on Postmates. Yep. Come on. I will go out and get them. Mm. Crab legs can do no wrong. Ever. (sighs) Ever. Is your pussy throbbing? It It sure is. Cause, Cause I was the king just, crab and then I was just thinking of like opening it and then like seeing that thick piece of meat out and then like, dipping it in that it's butter. so therapeutic, it's bitch. So, oh, <laughs> not <it's> so therapeutic. <laughs> it should be like. Ooh. And you know you look like a nasty bitch just doing it because it's just sauce and juice everywhere and you just don't give a fuck. And then there's like butter all on your mouth.
0: Oh. You made this sound so sensual. Mm. I feel you. I don't believe, I don't really like crab legs. I don't believe in working. So let me tell you, I do like crab legs. I I like (laughs) crab legs. I like crab legs, but I don't like, I don't order them because I feel like that's a lot of work for a very small piece of meat. Um, Shout out. To the niggas I fucked who were also allowed <laughs> to work for a small piece of meat. Um
1: We gonna call you crab legs.
0: Crabby. <laughs> um, oh, that has different context. Never mind. I know um, that's why I was like.
1: That's why I tried to give the crab legs. Yeah, right. And um, you
0: know. but yeah, okay. Crab legs. Pussy throbbing crab legs. Oh, that is such a That's a, good a restaurant, Pussy throbbing Crab Legs. Mm. <laughs> Get into it. Okay. One of y'all better come over. Come on. Let
1: me go make a call right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right best food slash next to eat while at a sex party um
1: so like when i have my parties i just have like finger foods. so fruit um vegetable trays cheese trays because you don't want people you know doing too much when they're about to go have sex you don't yeah. want to have too much greasy stuff out there because that can just turn just really bad so just finger foods basically okay.
0: So, how many people do you normally have at a sex party? I know that this is just completely unrelated, but... I a wanted- good
1: number for, like, complete control, and just make sure everything go okay, is um, 40. Okay. Yeah. So, that's the that's the most I've had
0: is 40. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Finger foods for 40 people.
1: Okay. I can see that. So, when you do your dom sessions, do people request food? No, they don't, actually. Um, they'll request, like, maybe wine, or, like, alcohol, because a lot of my clients are, like, really, really nervous because it's either their first time or, like, they're just nervous to meet me for the mm-hmm. first time. So, like, and, you know, I'll have, like, a glass of wine with them. Just something to, like, sit back. I'm not about to have them in there shitty drunk or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not even, like, shitty drunk. But a lot of them don't really request food. They just want alcohol. Would you use any food items on a sub, like, in a sexual manner? And what food item would you use? They could use it on me. So like if I'm doing like a face sitting session, uh-huh. maybe put like some chocolate syrup down there or some whipped cream or something, and just smother their face and they'll just be all on their
0: face So, something like that. Okay, and a facing session is exactly. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I either... mean, I think I think I know what it is. I just just want to confirm. So be confirmed. it's either
1: clothes with clothes on or no clothes on, and that's up to me. Okay. Um. So that's it's literally just what it says. You're just sitting on their face and you smothering them until you're ready to stop. Or until they, like, you know, say a safe word or, like, maybe, like, pat or something like that. Mm. But that's what it is. And it can be, like I said, with clothes on or clothes off. Um, I prefer to do it with clothes on. Okay. Especially with first-time subs. If you're a sub that I've had for a long time and I feel like you deserve that and you've, you know,
0: Come on, pay the amount. If you deserve.
1: Yeah. Then I might. And even I don't do fully clothes off. I might do, like, in a thong or something like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You just sit on their face. And just do it sit on their face. And I'll be start. just sitting
1: there. Texting on the phone Talking shit Whatever And they love it
0: Okay (laughs) Well I love that you multitask While doing it Yes I have to (laughs) I have to A bitch got things to do
1: Okay Okay You want to face it in session for an hour I gotta be
0: Doing something I gotta do something Okay
1: Watching Netflix I mean (laughs) You really be watching uh, Netflix while you be sitting on these men's I've faces? I've had it on before, or I'll just be, like, smoking weed or something. <laughs> just me What you watching? Bob's Burgers and shit. Just random <laughs> shit. Just be watching shit to watch shit. <laughs> so a- boy's <laughs> <laughs> like, Cause the boy dead. Because
0: the fact that you are watching Bob's Burger <laughs> <laughs> while literally smoking. Look, if I'm not comfortable, right. nobody else needs to be. You're, because, right. You're
1: right. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So we are going to go into pray now. Shout out to face mothering. As always, we start pray the same way every single time. What is your passion?
1: My passion is helping other black women step into this industry. Okay. Because when I started out, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have no one to teach me. I didn't know like anything. I had Google and that was mm-hmm. it. And so I was like, I don't want any other black women to feel that way because yeah, Google has the information, but it's not on a personal and social level like you need. It's just like these are the definitions. This is what it is. You get what mm-hmm. Yeah. And why is it so important for black women to get into the. And So when you say industry, what do you mean? The dominatrix industry. Okay. And why is it important for black women to get into the dominatrix industry? I think because for the most part, um, a lot of black women feel like they don't have power. When it comes to like their relationships or what they're doing or just even in everyday day to day life, so Triggered. I just want black women to feel like you don't always have to be submissive if you don't want to be submissive. It is very fine to be dominant. It is very fine to let people know you're dominant and to work off that dominance and to make money from it also. Mm. And that's on what? No, I'm just <laughs> period poo. <laughs> Oh, you sound like that little. What's that little girl that was like? What I do? What, what I, I do? do? What I do? Period. Oh, what's her name? Poo uh. poo poo. <laughs> Is that Zaza?
0: His name? Yes, Boba? Zaza. yeah, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot with y'all right. I both <laughs> of y'all. Anyways, so how? What? What? how did you get into BDSM and what drew you to the culture? Like what made you even want to try it out or what made you want, made you even want to Google and figure out more about the culture?
1: So um, when I was in undergrad, I went through a lot of having like, relationships where i was being controlled or situations where like i was like abused like whether physically mentally or emotionally um like all through undergrad so then when i moved to new york and you know i was here on my own and i was just like something has to change like how i operate with men or like how i you know go about with men or how i let men come into my life so i Automatically just became dominant. Like, even when I first came here and was on the dating scene, I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and establish this with them or whatever. But coming into the Dominations lifestyle kind of came from I had lost a job mm-hmm. and I literally Googled how to make money just being a woman. Like, I literally typed that in. Mm-hmm. And then something mm-hmm. came up called Fendom, which is financial domination. So then I looked up the hashtag Fendom on Twitter and it's a whole separate world. Like, I could not believe that. This had been existing the whole time, and I didn't even know it. But it was so flooded with just white women. All I was seeing was white women, white women, white women. I was like, where are the black girls, like, doing this or whatever? So I was like, let me come into this as a black girl and see how it is. And then from there, it was history. And that's when I started researching more. That's when I started going to, like, events in the city and meeting other people that's into the lifestyle and just kind of, like, hands-on just teaching myself as I went, like, along.
0: Okay. So never mind never mind never mind um i just wow wait what are you trying to ask i just i think that's interesting that when you looked up jobs for women that was one of the first i just think that's interesting that's mm-hmm.
1: all well it sounds it sounds like it was like what is a job that you can do just by being a woman yeah so like, there was like mm-hmm. Fendom. there was like you can sell your underwear mm. You can sell like feet pictures. Um, there was other stuff too, like stripping and stuff, but I already done that. So yeah. it's like I know what that is. Like mm-hmm. and then there was like other stuff like, you know, being a webcam girl, like yeah. stuff like that, which I didn't really like the webcam aspect a little bit because it was just more so like I just didn't like the setup of having to do all this stuff and that like the website takes a certain percentage from you mm-hmm. like every time you make something. So I was like, I just rather do it on my own terms. hmm were you expecting something sexual when you looked up that on google like were you looking for something like a webcam yeah in the sex work industry in a way yes because i've always been like really like sexual like even in undergrad like i was known as a girl on campus that wore like the skimpy skanky stuff like even in the winter (laughs) like why she got on lingerie in the winter? But it was just like, it was just me. It's just who I am. Like I'm an Aquarius. So I'm like naturally just like free spirit, just like whatever. So like stuff like that doesn't bother me. Like even telling people about it doesn't bother me. Like mm-hmm. even telling people I love sex and even just, at As a it young, yeah, even at a young age, I was just like, this is me. This is what I am. If you don't like it. Okay. I'm still going to be this person. So like, I kind of knew that it was going to be along those lines of sex work, but I knew that I could shape it to be my own.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the difference between being a a financial dominatrix, a lifestyle dominatrix, and a pro dominatrix?
1: So, a financial dominatrix is a dominant woman that helps men. So, there's certain men that have kinks of having... Like, giving their money away, having their wallets controlled, they get off from that. Um, and within that, there's something called ATM meetups, where you'll meet a guy at ATM, you request the amount, he takes it out, and then he walks away. So that's literally what that is. So that's what financial domination is. That's what I need to get into. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to sign up for It's a lot of, it's black. a lot of, and that's another thing I want to touch on, is that a lot of men see, like me talking about is just like, it's just for women. No, there's something called cash masters, and those are men mm-hmm. that do the same thing. Whether they take it from straight men, gay men, they just take the money.
0: I like it for I like financial dominatrix Better <laughs> Cashmaster. They don't. They ain't got the same ring.
1: Well, Cashmaster is kind of like you know, Cashmaster. It sounds powerful. It like does cash sound, master. yeah.
0: I like something sexier than more powerful.
1: Oh, Okay,
0: <laughs> but that's me. <laughs> like financial domination sounds like. That girl, oh, okay. cool.
1: master sounds like you're a billionaire and you're evil, and you, <laughs> right? Like, you are, like, it feels like I have all the wealth. You're there for everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Pro Dom is just like, that gets into more like the sessions, like pegging and spanking and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's when you're a pro, you do it for compensation so you can be booked or you want clients and things like that. Lifestyle is more so, you're just there for the ride, you're just there. Just because you want to do it for the fun. You want to like meet other people. Not saying as a pro dom, you can't meet other people and be Mm -hmm. within the community. But lifestyle, you don't expect any money or anything like that. It's just just like, this is my life. This is who I am. Like, I really just want to do this just to do it. You know, like I enjoy it fully.
0: And so you are financial dominatrix and pro dom. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And lifestyle doesn't appeal to you per se. Would you say that or if
1: I had like a partner, like just one partner, Mm -hmm. then it would appeal to me that way. But I don't have that one partner. I always get propositions of let me be your partner at parties. It's like I don't know you because it's just like when you have a partner, you really have to trust that person because you're going to be in some intense things at these parties and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I had an actual partner, then yeah, yeah, I'll be lifestyle. But for now, I just like the pro aspect of it and just making it like a business, but still like loving what I do at the same time and when you say partner do you mean like um, a relationship like a romantic relationship or just like a like a business or just like a friendship or something like that romantic, it could be a romantic relationship it could be like a fuck buddy friends with benefits somebody like that but like I have yet to find a guy that's like open to doing that interesting yeah um so you you just moved to new york city as you said Mm -hmm. uh prior um how long has it been since you've been here in january it'll be three years okay okay um so how would you say like the city has influenced you it's influenced me greatly um i didn't even get into being a dom until i moved here In North Carolina, there's like no kink community. If there is, it's maybe like two or three people, if that. But when I moved here, just the underground scene, just the amount of people I've met from all different like races, sexual orientations, just everything. Like I could not get that experience in North Carolina for sure. So it definitely I'm very appreciative of being here.
0: Shout out to New York!
1: Shout out to New York for
0: having the real, or the real kinks, the real kinky bitches. (laughs) Um, Okay, you discuss a lot about the decriminalization of sex work. Why is it so important for sex work to not be criminalized? What do you hope will be the outcome for sex workers in the future?
1: Um, I think the decriminalization is very important because it also plays into safety of sex workers um so a lot of girls now like whether like you're a prostitute or an escort like they feel like they have to go through johns or pimps and most of these johns and pimps are like abusive um they take all your profit they just don't look out for the greater good of yourself so like the the decriminalization will allow these women to feel like okay i don't need to go through a pimp or a john to be low-key and find these like clients i can do it on my own mm-hmm. i can control my own money i can control my own hours i can control my own safety um and also because it's just, to me, it just needs to be normalized. You know, like, just like other people work working nine to five, sex workers, they have to use their bodies, too, for work. Like, they have to keep up with stuff. They have to make sure that they have all their materials to do what they have to do. They have to screen clients. They just have to watch their backs a lot. So I feel like when it's criminalized, a lot of sex workers kind of do things unsafe mm-hmm. in a way. Okay. Like, they don't have that safety support. So the decriminalization, to me, is very big for sex workers. Gotcha. Got you.
0: Um, for someone who's interested in getting to the sex work industry, particularly the dominatrix industry, um, but has concerns about safety, since you brought it up, mm-hmm. what are some safety tips or recommendations you would offer to them?
1: Um, so me personally, like even when I do my dominatrix work, like um, I always have security, whether that's my best friend or somebody like I hire separately. I always do background checks. So even before I have a client, I ask for photos of their ID. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an app out there called Mr. Number. so mr number you can go on the app you can enter in someone's phone number and other people review like this person is a creep this person is a weirdo like i've texted this person like there are certain apps out there so you can know not to mess with somebody Mm. but always just thinking a step ahead like thinking a step ahead of them knowing what you're getting yourself into and i think the biggest thing even with this when it comes to safety is just like knowing who you are as a person like i think a lot of girls want to get into sex work or dom work because they see the money but it's like way more than that like you have to know like There's a lot of mental and emotional work to do with it. It's definitely, like, physical labor. Like, it's something you have to be sure of. And that's how you can keep yourself safe. Hmm. What's the mental and emotional um, stuff that you have to go through being a sex worker? Um, A lot of these subs, like, their kinks and fetishes come from, like, past traumas or things they've been through. So, like, sometimes they'll overshare or give you that information without you, like, even asking. So, sometimes you have to take on emotional labor. Or sometimes, like, you'll get subs that just want to vent and... You know, going through that every day, that could be, like, a bit much. Like, having Mm -hmm. to take that on and stuff. Like, I had one guy that had, like, a foot worship session with me. And, like, he was, like, you know, he liked to lick feet and do all that stuff. So, I asked him, I said, like, you know, what made you want to do this? And he said when he was younger, he had a babysitter that made him do that while, like, she babysat him. So, to me, that kind of, and it was a black man. So, to me, that kind of, like, you know, kind of did something to me. But at the same time, I had to remember this is what he still likes. So, it's like you have to take on the emotional labor but realize that, these people are doing this for a reason, you know? So you can't be like judgmental.
2: Mhm.
1: Wow.
0: So, have you like I guess with that being said, have what what have you invested in therapy or anything like that just for your own personal mental health?
1: Mm-hmm. So I go see a therapist every Tuesday. <laughs> Come on. Shout
0: out to <laughs> shout know <therapist>. <laughs> she's sick of my shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I know she's sick of my shit. Woo, child no, of I word.
1: Go, I go see a therapist every Tuesday. She's a black woman, so it makes it very easy. Um, and I'm very big on therapy and black Uh, women and black men just getting therapy and like sometimes I just go and maybe I don't have anything to talk about but sometimes it's good to just sit there and be able to just vent or rant or just talk about random things you know and it's I just feel like everyone should invest in it because every time after I go I just feel so great and I feel like the rest of my week I know what I'm going to do and I know I'm going to be like centered and be able to get things done you know Um, Do you talk to your therapist about the sex work? Yes, I do. Has it? Because one thing that um, I talk a lot about with uh, one of my friends, um, she's a black queer woman. And she says that it's kind of hard for her to find therapists that are also like, progressive especially cuz she's like you can find maybe like a progressive white person but they're still not technically not progressive cuz they're racist mm-hmm. or um you might find a black person but they're like you know trying to tell you about Jesus you know so like how, was that was it hard for you finding a therapist at all I think I kind of just got lucky cuz like I really just googled therapy for black women and then the woman I happened to get is like young she's like in her early 30s mm-hmm. so and I set the tone within the first session. Like, I didn't wait till sessions later to be like, oh, hey, I'm a matrix a too, by the way. Like, first session, I was just like, hey, this is what I do. Like, this is me. And she was just understanding from that point. So, it's like, she's very open. So, I think it it can come with luck, but sometimes it's just like, you Doing have to your hope research. for the best. Because, mm-hmm. like, even when therapists have their profiles out there, they're not going to necessarily put it like, oh, I'm open and free. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's mm-hmm. like, but technically, they're supposed to be that way. They're supposed to be non-judgmental as right. your therapist, but... We'll never know out.
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah. or they're supposed to be mm-hmm. supposed to I be I think somebody tweeted that that just because your therapist is black doesn't mean they can't be transphobic right Xenophobic, mm-hmm. like yeah. all these different um Yeah, so I think that's interesting that sometimes even when you think like, oh, I just want a black person. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it's black people. I think we look for somebody who... But it doesn't mean necessarily that they're going to get all these other aspects. Right. They can still be transphobic. Exactly. So it's like all these different things that like we don't necessarily think about because we just, a lot of times we want to just feel seen. And the mm-hmm. first thing we see is color, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to agree with the other parts of your, your life, your life. Right. Your yeah, sometimes you just got to hope for the best. Right.
1: And then I, what I've learned is like also being open to other people. Cause I, I've been, I've, Love therapy as well, and I've had Black women therapists, but once I got here, it was very hard to find a Black woman therapist that was like in my network or like we were at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like it was because the Black women that are therapists here in New York City are booked and busy. Yeah, and um, and so like I was like looking for it, and I was like, okay, I can't find this, and so I ended up getting a white male therapist. And I guess that white man is okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's he's okay. So I think that's what I've I've also been been learning too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you recently went viral for bringing mm-hmm. your white sub to an HBCU homecoming. Yes. Um, how was that experience, and how did that even come about? So I went on this website called Fet Life. So Fet Life is where like all the kinky people go to like you know do things mm-hmm. so i put an ad in like the north carolina classifieds and i was like um going to nccu homecoming would like to walk a sub on a leash um you have to be open to like being out in public you know public play public humiliation whatever and so many people reached out to me but i was so frustrated because the people that are reaching out to me like when i would tell them what was up they was like oh i don't know how i feel about public play i'm like idiots on the ad like and you still reply but i had one guy an uh, older man and he was just like i'm into it i want to do it i don't care about my face not being covered up like i love like i believe in like black supremacy and that black women are the first women and stuff like that and like he was like really really adamant to the point where he was just talking about it so much and i'm like okay like i didn't ask you for that but thank you It was like, okay can you just like sorry. it's like but, chill up bro yeah so then um he was just all on board. Like, even a day of, he came like three hours early and like... He was ready. Mind you, and I'm just like, okay, I won't be to campus for like three more hours. But he was just like, oh, I'm just surveying the scene. So... The whole time leading up to me knowing I was going to walk him on a leash, I was kind of just, like, in my head a lot. I was like, okay, what are these people on the campus going to think? I've been back to homecoming in, like, three years, and I'm coming back walking a white man on a leash. And so I'm just like, what are they going to think? And he's old as fuck, too. Yeah, and I'm like, is campus police going to, like, tell me to stop? But I'm just like, it's consensual and legal, so they can't do that. And I'm just like, okay, there's going to be older black people out there. Like, what are they? Like, I was just in my head, and my best friends were just like... Shut up! Like, just do what you're gonna do. Like, you know, you gonna kill shit. Like, you know, like whatever. Like, whatever. So I like, I remember taking shots and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I get there with the leash, and the leash doesn't fit around his neck. So I'm just like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? So I'm thinking the purpose of you being here is this leash should be around your neck, and I'm just like telling my best friends, so I was like, this is not gonna work. Like I'm gonna have to send him home, and he already drove like an hour and a half out. And my friend was like, no, no, just put it on his wrist, like just put it on his arm or whatever. And I was like, you're right. You know what? I can't just put it on his arm. So I put it on his arm, and it still served the same purpose. And, like as I'm walking him around, you can just hear people just like, what? And like, oh my god, and like she wildin'. or like, yes, yeah, sis, and stuff like that. And then. <laughs> i would have been
0: one of the people saying yes just fuck it up like,
1: i was so like just into the scene that like i didn't even stop to take pictures selfies or even like tell my friends to take pictures so the thing that went viral was a video that that i didn't even know was being like shot of me at the time right so i went to bed woke up in the morning and someone had made a post and it was like she was out there walking her sugar daddy on a leash so then I corrected it. I was like, that's not my sugar daddy. That's my sub. And that's what went viral. So mm. next thing I know, I was like, at 100K retweets. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And I went from 2,000 followers to 16,000 in like two days. Shut out! But up. it was a lot, though, because it was like you had, I had so many message requests. Sis, how do I do this? How do I do this? I want to walk Teach like a dog. I want to walk like a dog. I want to walk like a dog. And I'm like, oh my god! And then Hollywood Unlocked posted me on their Instagram. Oh shit! Oh shit! And I was like, what if the shade room gets the shit because I didn't want the shade room to get it. Locally. You're lucky that the shade room didn't get it. Yeah. I don't. I didn't want them to because I was like, the shade room be wilding a little bit in the comments. Like I ain't they be doing too much on the shade room. Yeah. So it was just like, but in a way, I'm glad because like. A month ago I lost my Instagram because Instagram deleted me. So mm-hmm. I was like back at like a hundred followers after having like six thousand and I had lost all those connections with like people I was making. But this like boosted me back up and mind you, like I'm real big into manifestation. So like I manifested having that engagement back mm-hmm. and it came in this form of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But it's it's really it's been it's been a lot. It's been a lot. It makes me really look at influencers like, wow, y'all really deal with a lot of stuff every day. Like, even I can just tweet anything now and it'll just be so many comments. And I'm just like, this never happened before. I was just getting like two likes or something. Like, right. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, because I saw, I remember looking, I was, because I was following you prior Mm -hmm. anyway and uh when it went viral i was like oh shit she coming on E Freight that too <laughs> i was like oh my god and then also i saw another picture of you with some younger white boy with like a yellow i don't know what they're oh, called the Borat thing yeah you yeah, know that kid so oh, what wow. was that was that at um homecoming was, as well no that was during like the sex expo so oh, like, okay he's been my sub for a couple months like he's there for me with events. like i taught a sex class at this uh, sex store called Romantic Depot. Okay, and, like he's just always there for like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but he's really like enthusiastic. Like he even wants me to make him get on the subway in that outfit, <sighs> and I'm just like, I'm going home. So, what does your clientele? I guess like, what are the demographics of the clientele? I would definitely say ninety percent white, ten percent black. Okay, yeah. Why but do you think that is? I think that's because just the black community as a whole is not open to kink, or they see it as like taboo or a lot of black men that do approach me when they want domination services and I tell them what it really is they'll be like oh so I can't have sex with you I'd be like no like you obviously don't know what it is I'm so sick of this question of if I'm gonna like give you head or whatever like no I'm not like I'm here to tie you up or whatever so I think once they get that message they're like oh no I'm not down with that and I'll be like well get out my inbox but like the white subs I have they know what's up like they know what's expected like a lot of them are into the whole old black supremacy i like you know think black women are superior which we are and absolutely (laughs)
0: points remain and
1: and, um and the black men that i do get they're into more like the softer stuff like they're okay with face smothering and stuff like that or like they're okay with like light spanking but they won't do the pegging and they won't do like the other stuff either Mm. do you like to peg? i love to peg. oh my (laughs) god Oh my
0: god, Amber.
1: I've never pegged. I know, but it's oh. so fun. It's so fun. I know. I'm I I would like to peg. I just want to make sure that the guy is like okay and mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I just like want to be gentle. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um okay, so you going back to like your family and like growing up. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you, you're a bisexual woman, you're Mm -hmm. a sex worker. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you told your family about that? Yes. So my parents love what I do, but it took them a lot to come around to it. Cause my mom like grew up in a real Catholic, like strict household. Mm -hmm. like, she didn't even know I had lost like my virginity till in, like in college when I told her, even though I had lost it in high school. But like, she even called me Saturday. She was like, you're viral all over the internet. She's like, you really went to homecoming and walked this white man in a leash? And my dad just could not stop laughing about it. Like, my dad just thinks it's all comical or whatever. But they're, like, very, very supportive. They're always asking, like, what I'm doing. Like, like if I'm doing any interviews, if there's anything they can do to support. Like, my dad's always asking, like, about my website and stuff like that. Come so, like, on, Dad. Yes. So, like, they're very, very open. And I think that really helps me a lot because I see it in my head. Like, if my parents don't give a shit, no one else's opinion matters yeah. at all. Like, at all. That's so dope. Did they have any issues, like, with your sexuality or anything? Nope. Mm-mm. Um, no, didn't have any issues at all. My younger sister's actually gay, um... And they love her and her girlfriend, and then I'm bisexual, so they just like support me in anything I do. They just want us to be with people that respect us. Like that's just their biggest thing. No matter who it is, just be with someone that respects you. Shout out to your motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> that's what <I> was the <laughs> real say. motherfucking real love. fucking parents, and right there. My mom's an Aquarius too, and my dad's a Gemini, so it's just like Ooh, you know,
0: they you, look. You had me until you said he was a Gemini. Oh, be <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> 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 but they they make it work
0: come on are your parents together too
1: yeah um Uh they just celebrated their 30th anniversary last week yeah that's so cute yeah
0: yeah
1: oh happy anniversary
0: (laughs) shout out to your parents (laughs) um okay so i guess i just want to ask so can you explain to us exactly what um the black dime sorority is
1: okay yeah so Black Dom Sorority was created July of this year. We are at a thousand members now. Damn. Um, so I created Black Dom Sorority when I realized I was a Black Dominatrix learning on my own, and I was like, it would be so great to have a sisterhood and like have other women that are into this. So I created it as like a Facebook group um a private facebook group and i said this way i can put all information in it um i can add girls like maybe charge them a small fee if i only charge five dollars into the group and that's a one-time fee it's like it's not even monthly oh wow and like i made like a goddess guide and all that stuff and then the group just kept growing and growing and growing and growing and even now like i'm trying to figure out what to do with it because i have so many requests of girls wanting to join but when it comes to that you don't want to just let anybody in you get what right. i'm saying because mm-hmm. like you don't want old members to feel like uh, what's going on you just let all these people in Mm -hmm. and you don't want new members to feel like oh I can just join because I pay five dollars even if like I'm just here to make money like the girls I want to join I want the girl I want girls that genuinely have an interest for it that don't mm. just see it as I'm just make money, and it needs to come fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So Black Dom Sorority was created just like at the sisterhood, and just to have that safe safe space and that connection. Because not only do we talk about domination's work, we talk about past trauma, we talk about like different things. Like we talk about depression, we talk about so many different things that are going on in our lives. And it's genuinely like it's just a safe space for all of us.
0: Mm. Shout out to you. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank you for helping out Black women. Yes. Why? I mean. I guess like what kind of made, I mean, I know that you saw that there was no black women in dominatrix and Mm -hmm. like, but why was it so important for you to also mentor other black women? Um, just because, like I said before, I didn't have a mentor starting out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know how hard it is to start. So, I was like, why don't I mentor women where, and it's like I'm coming to them on a personal level. I, I never come to them as, oh, I'm the owner of this group and now this, this this has happened to me. So, I don't even really need to communicate with y'all. Y'all will never meet me. Like, I'm not that type of person. Like, mm-hmm. even in New York, I have events all the time. I even invite the girls out. Like, we go out together just like old friends, you know, whatever. So, it's like I never want to feel like I'm not. Like, they can't reach me. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, like, it's very important to me to mentor them just because it just makes me feel good as a person. Like, really just helping people out because that's just my spirit. That's just who I am.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I fuck with it. <laughs> so, who are, speaking of that, um, since you, why you didn't have mentors, but who are some of your, like, some of your. Some of your black sex-positive icons. Like, who are some women, or just men, or just in general, who are some people that you look up to from a sex-positive standpoint?
1: There's this woman I love. Her name is Jet Setting Jasmine. Mm. And she is married to a guy named King Noor. And they do, like, as a married couple, and they have, like, a son. He's, like, one years old. But, like, as a married couple, they go out and, like, they dominate other people together. Like, they were just at a convention called Exotica. Um, They're just always doing things. And they have an open marriage, which I think is very, like, cool also. So, I really like jet-setting Jasmine. She's, like, she's amazing. And she's very transparent. Like, even when she talks about breastfeeding and being a mom that's mm-hmm. in, like, an industry like this, and, like, even her talking to moms, like, how you can talk to your kids about what you do, like, stuff like that. Like, she's really open, and I love it a lot. She's my favorite.
0: Come on. Yeah. And I'm about to look, just look this up.
1: Yeah, way. she's amazing. Her and her husband are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, like, on her uh, Instagram page right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're oh. very open. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what, jet, what's it? Jet, jet, jet Setting, setting Jasmine. Jasmine. Okay. And King Noir. Yeah. Um. Anybody else? Um, hmm. There's this uh one girl I follow, her name is A K Explains It All. She's like a sex positive, like sex educator mm-hmm. and um she's also in my sorority. And, like, I learned about what she, like, what she's done through my sorority. And she's been to, like, a lot of my classes and stuff like that also. So, just, like, women helping women. Like, hey, I can put you onto this. Or, hey, I can put you onto that. Like, you know, like, we all have different resources. So, I think that's a big takeaway from the group also. Like, you might come into the group and you might find a photographer. Or you might find someone that does makeup. You might find someone that does styling within the sex work community. So, it just, it all works out. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, after hearing you and also talk when you were talking about, like, your parents and you were like, if my parents don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck what anybody else says. So, mm-hmm. obviously, I know that, like, when, as black women, we are judged for being sexual, even if we're virgins. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something that just happens, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, as a sex worker, as a woman who's open about her sexuality, um, I'm guessing you have been judged for for that. mm mm-hmm. um, What advice would you give for young women who might be struggling with, like, that judgment? Literally, y'all. I'm going to be real. Fuck them people. Because let me tell you something. People (laughs) going to have something to say whether you're doing good or bad. You can be the most innocent, holy person in the world. And people still going to come up with their own narrative in their head to fit their hate. Like, literally, that's what people do. So, like... I've, like, been judged ever since, like, college, even before then, for how I am. And I'm literally just, like, okay, is your judgment really affecting my life? Because it doesn't. Like, I'm still going to do what I want to do. There's still going to be people that look up to what I do. Like, I'm still able to make income from what I do. And I'm very happy in what I do. So it's, like, I feel like when you're happy, no one can really touch you. So, like, my advice to other black women is just be, like, just live in your truth. Like, honestly, just really live in your truth. It might be easier said than done for some people, but just living your truth because literally think about think about if you die and you're gonna be in the afterlife like damn I just sat there and worried about what everybody else thought about me and now my ass is dead so I just look at it as like just do what you gotta do while you're alive like and just be happy with yourself and your decisions and as long as you're being safe and smart about what you're doing nothing else should matter what anyone else says period (laughs) so think about what you're gonna be thinking in the afterlife sis (laughs) Period. <laughs> period <Poo. poo. laughs> boo, 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 boo. <laughs> Shout out to Zazzy or Z- not Z- Zazzy, Zaza. Zaza.
0: <laughs> yes, Zaza. Um, all right, so we done with pray. Now we gonna get in <laughs> the way you just licked out your tongue about the excitement of thought. Come on, I mean, we- <laughs> Pray is always my favorite <laughs> section because it just we usually is where we get the good, sh- the good, the good shit. We get all the trauma, but mm-hmm. all the like the the triumph the you triumphant know. story
2: yeah.
0: um but you know that is fun too
2: mm-hmm. i'm ready <laughs>
0: are you ready for that yes i'm ready <laughs> all right um what are typical sex acts that happen during a dominator se- during dom session um were there ever were there, wow <laughs> were there any that made you feel nervous or uncomfortable and how did you get over that feeling
1: the first time I pegged somebody, I was really nervous because I was like, "What if my stroke game is weak?" But I'm just like, "This a white person; they don't know what a stroke game is." Anyway, wow. <laughs> that's Damn. so true. So I need to peg a white boy first, yeah, because they're gonna just love it. You could just stand there and just. I think you I know. know I don't know what that little movement was. I just did, so- no. So the first time I pegged somebody, like I really, I had to take some shots before they came for their session. I smoked a little bit of weed, and I was like. Just calm down. It's was like, it's going to be lit. And it was kind of good because it was his first time being pegged. So mm-hmm. his expectations, he didn't, like, you know, he didn't know, like, what, whatever. What a good stroke game yeah. was. So when I did it, I was like, okay, let me get in my set. How would I want this to be? <laughs> and I was like, oh, let me make sure I got enough lube up here. I know that was step number one. Let me uh-huh. just make sure I got enough lube on my strap or whatever. And then... When he bent over, I was like, oh, so this really is happening? Okay. So I'm just like, okay, let me just, you know. And I had, like, some music playing. I think I had, like, Rihanna playing in the background something like that. (laughs) Because I always play music during my sessions. I have to. Like, I'm not doing this in silence. And once I started doing it, I was like, now I know why, like, men like to hit it from their back. Like, this shit is really powerful. Like, Mm. and he loved it. And I loved it, too. And it was just like, Yeah.
0: Was it a lot of work getting the dildo in?
1: Yes. It was a lot of work. I think that part kinda and I'm like I had like so in my sessions I have like candles and the lights them, so I couldn't kinda like see either. <laughs> so it was just like oh shit, I'm putting this. Why why like why is this on his back right now? It's supposed to be his ass
0: The visual
1: right now. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, and like the whole time like I ju- was it a
0: big deal though, was it a small dildo? It's
1: like so, like, with him, I started off, like, small because he had never done it before mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, like, gradually, as I've had more sessions with him, like, I got, like, bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. But, um.
0: Come on. You better <laughs> you better train. You better okay, train your subs.
1: Okay. <laughs> but, like, getting it in there was very complicated. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But once it was in there, I was like, oh, it's easy now. You so, know? you
0: feel like your stroke game has t- improved tremendously? Yes, I think it has. Okay. Yeah. You think you it think- <laughs>
1: I think it but has just
0: show gray and make your father proud.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. I, I don't know. That's a sixty-five year old man, so yes. I don't even know what his probably look like. Ah, okay, ah, see, now I ah, just ah, I don't ah, 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 want about it. That. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Next question, please. <laughs> uh, are you dating right now? i am
0: <laughs> that's how i feel about it too i think
1: i can be like a serial dater sometimes okay like because like i refer everything back to my zodiac sign and my personality i get bored like really fast mm-hmm. so it's just like okay first date we have fun let's do another second date and i'm like hold up i ain't having as much fun as the first date and i just be like bye but like i need to stop doing that because i'm just like i understand like people are going to be like you know have their moods and be different and stuff like that but i'm a serial dater Okay, so do you tell anyone that you're dating that you are a dominatrix? Yes, I tell them on the first date. Okay, how does that go? So they, like, ask what I do, and I'm just like, oh, I work in corporate fashion. They're like, oh, okay, okay, like, And then I'll be like, I'm a dominatrix. And I get some people that's just like, they know what it is, but then I get some guys that's just like, what's that? And I'm just like, I'm going to say Google, bitch, but, you know. Yeah. I try to be nice. I try to be nice. I love it when they already know what it is, you know? Because, like, to sit there and have to educate them. And then it's kind of like, you know, what you were discussing earlier about, like, you don't want to be talking about sex so heavy. Because then they kind of expect sex. Right. Which has happened to me before. And I did end up just having sex with them because I wanted it. And... right? So, yes. <laughs> so, that's basically what it is. It's like, towards the end of the night, I'm like, I guess I could fuck him. But then I'm like, also, there's so much pressure Mm. it it, to me in my head because it's like you just like heard these sex stories about me and then i'm like and now you're probably expecting this now you're expecting like you know amber just wilding the fuck out and Mm -hmm. really i'm like i don't even know i'm on these meds and i don't really give a fuck no more you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying Mm so it just seems like a lot of pressure but i feel that yeah um so did has like being a domer, has it like affected your your dating life at all like do people like say okay i can't fuck with that or is it i think like if they say they can't fuck with it that's good with me i'm not gonna see you again like Mm -hmm. not saying that every person has to fuck with it but like you gotta at least have an open mind i'm not Mm -hmm. saying that oh i'm gonna date you and right away i'm gonna have to peg you or whatever because i like can be submissive to a like a dominant man, but it has to be the right man. Like, I'm not just gonna be submissive to anybody just Mm -hmm. because. So it's like, shout out to you. Okay. Cause I'm like, it's just like, look, you're not about to, yeah, I'm not gonna go there. But yeah, when you say submissive, like, what does that look like? And, That That means I don't mind like him tying me up or like putting me in handcuffs or like spanking me or whipping me in bondage. But it has to be like with the right guy because like I have to feel that dominance like right off the bat. Like usually in the first date I can tell if a man is dominant or submissive like right away. What are the traits? So submissive is like, I feel like if you just let me talk about myself the whole time, if like... Like, if I can easily talk you down, like, in debates or arguments and, like, you have no sort of opinion back, kind of, like, if I just feel like, if I just feel like I'm walking all over you, I can just tell you're submissive. Because, like, I like men that give me pushback, you know? I don't like to be like, oh, well, no, this is my opinion, this, 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 and then you just sitting there and taking it because you just sitting there and taking it. Mm-hmm. So I can easily tell. uh-huh mm-hmm. What, what is a Savoy? Is he a dom or a sub?
0: shut the fuck up I think
1: he's a switch and what am I I think you're a switch also Hmm. I think you're like me you could be submissive for the right man but naturally you want to be dominant and tell people how they should be
0: woo child that was a great reading Uh, (laughs) that was a great analysis (laughs) Uh, amazing (laughs) work. (laughs) You <laughs> really got in, I really must say
1: you really got got there you did it I'm I'm not even saying words right now <laughs> cause it was so accurate um <laughs> do you so okay so do you incorporate any of your dom stuff when, like when you're dating like so if you're date have a partner do you like do your shit or do you say I'm tired of doing this shit and I like to ask them what they're into, so it all comes down to, like, consent. And, oh, like, good. consent is very big in this industry, too. I forgot, like, to say that. Consent, consent, consent. You can't just pull up on somebody and think you're going to peg them. Like, come on now. Like, that has to be consent. You can pull up on me. You can to peg me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't pull up on everybody exactly. and just think you're going to do what you need to do. F-U-Q. Consent is big in yes. everything. Sex, yeah, yeah. yeah every yeah. life. Yeah, so, like... I feel like if I have that conversation with them, like, hey, would you, like, be into this? And, like, I like to give them a little ed- education with it also. Like, mm-hmm. to let them know what they're getting into and, like, the intensity of it all and stuff like that. So, yeah. Hmm.
0: Shout out to you. I'm really, like, I'm Peanut enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you, work in, when you work in the sex work industry, obviously, how do you kind of keep... How do you? I guess how do you keep the lines, um, or the I imagine lines could blur. But how do you just keep things separate? Like how do you still? I am not answering this question right. <laughs> and I, Amber, you know, could you try and get what I'm saying? I think
1: what he's asking is like when you is how do you separate? I guess your dom kind of feeling. To like romantic intimacy—is that what you're yes. saying? Like, mm-hmm. if Thank if there's you. a way to kind of cut that off, like, I mean, because obviously, whatever the whatever your partner wants is that—that's what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. But um there's also going to be a level of intimacy with the person that you like care about. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a situation where I don't? I, I think that's I what, get, you're yeah, I what you're asking. Okay. Yeah. So, like, even when I mentor, like the women i like mentor and stuff i tell them like you have to know when to cut it off mm. and you have to know like you know not to get too caught up in it because some people get so caught up in it that like it takes over their lives like oh i'm dominant in my sessions, so i need to be dominant my whole life but sometimes it just doesn't work out for them so like i definitely know how to cut it off like i I'm very much into romance when it's with the right person. Like I can be very lovey dovey, hard eyes and submissive. Like, Oh, that's my man. Like, you know, I can, I can be like that. But and I that,
0: believe you. Cause the way your eyes just lit up <laughs> when you said it. <laughs> and
1: that, and like, but that comes with like knowing how to separate like, you know, certain things and knowing that like, okay, this is, this might be my personality sometimes, but this isn't this person's personality, you know, all the time. And just knowing right. that they have needs, just like I have needs and just being respectful and, it just all comes naturally. Like, if you really, really like a person, like, it'll just come naturally. You'll just know when to cut it off. Okay. You're also, just to bring up your zodiac sign again, but you're also an Aquarius. I think Aquarians are able to cut off people really well. We are. like a just too well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just telling my friend, uh, Jason, who y'all know, um, because we were talking about the city girls and uh, City girl, one of them's a Sagittarius, the other one's an Aquarius, and I was like, "That is true. Fuck that nigga energy. Mm-hmm. Like, Aquarians just don't give. Meg the Stallion yeah, is also an Aquarius, Aquarius. yeah. Um, so it's just like, <laughs> y'all really don't give a fuck, and I, I wish I had that. I, I'm well, just people saying. like to call us heartless, but at the same time, like, we'll still be cool with you, but at a certain level, like, we're not gonna give you too much as we did before, like. You'll kind of just be like a passerby, but we'll still give you respect, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just like, this person doesn't affect my emotions anymore, and anything they say will never affect me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love Aquarians. Shout out to y'all. It's not a lot of us out here. I rarely meet Aquarius, it's like rare. I meet a lot. I meet a lot of Geminis and Libras and stuff.
0: I meet a lot of Libras. <sighs>
1: uh, both
0: of them are the ghetto. Oh,
1: oh what's your I sign? Meet
0: a lot. I'm a Scorpio. My best friends are Scorpio. Then you know we're amazing. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are a piece of work. Same. (laughs) Say that. Say that. You know what? What
1: about you? I'm a Leo.
0: Oh also a, a
1: piece of work too exactly. thank thank
0: you yes thank oh you.
1: My you i have a, you I have a girlfriend that's a, i had a past girlfriend why are you always coming in when we talking about leo z tight go back
0: a piece of work thank oh you thank you everybody <laughs> not know. true not true girl and y'all den, and y'all live in denial i know
1: we it. are delusional well, <laughs> as a mother. i
0: will say that we are delusional people You said that you didn't start enjoying sex until you started taking more control over it. What Mm -hmm. did that control look like and how did that start?
1: I was just having like really bad sex in undergrad. Like Mm -hmm. it was just a point like my sophomore year, like I was a hoe my sophomore year. But I wasn't, like, benefiting from it.
0: It was just, like... (laughs) Sorry. that's
1: Like, I wasn't benefiting from being a hoe. I I
0: felt that. (laughs) It was just, like, oh, yeah. That was me in 2017.
1: It was, like, like, yeah, I had sex, like, three times this week with three different people. But it's, like, did I really even get off? You know, it was just, Mm -hmm. like, oh, I did it just be able to tell my girls, like, hey, girl, I fucked him. Like, you know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I fucked this guy on the basketball team. Everybody want him, blah, blah, blah. But it was just, like, nothing came from that so i think Literally, like you didn't nothing came, came. <laughs> right. nothing nothing came. well he came but i didn't come from that so like when i moved here and i was just like you know and i don't know if it's just because new york men maybe might be a different breed but the sex was just better here but that's because like i took more control of it it was just like instead of just being like okay i'm gonna let him just do what he gotta do and i'm gonna rock with it it was like nope you're doing this wrong i don't like this Let's switch this position. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch me dance for you before I, like, whatever. You're going to, like, take it at my pace. Like, I'm not just going to sit here just because you came over and you trying to, like, busting out whatever. I was just like, nope. And so I think that's where that came in. When I moved here, I was like, I'm just tired of shitty sex. So, like, and honestly, I didn't buy my first vibrator until I moved here. And I was 22 years old, going on 23. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I really was like, oh. Like, because... When I bought my vibrator, it was the first time I like squirted. I made myself squirt, and I was like, "Oop!" So now I know what I want in the bedroom because the vibrator can outdo y'all. So I'm gonna need y'all. <laughs> I need y'all to step it up a little bit. But yeah, that's where that came. <laughs> Amber, <in>. why? <laughs> Amber felt that. I feel. I mean, I was just thinking of the my vibrator. I haven't squirted, but I was thinking of my vibrator that Tracy's dog. Remember, I was. I didn't that was a episode that y'all didn't hear about but they're um a vibrator called tracy's dog which is really good and it's like a i don't know what it's called but it has like a suction area and it's like a g-spot it's really 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 good Doesn't it have like the little tongue on it no it doesn't have a tongue but it okay. went it was like viral <laughs> i found it on twitter it went viral um because of like the reviews and it was it's really really good but i feel you like i feel you know it's funny like even when talking to that guy that I went out with, uh, I think he also talked himself out of sex. I should not say this, but um, we are here now. We are right. here, but it's because he, when I, he was saying that um, women would say like what they wanted, and he would feel like insecure by that. Like he was and that's where the problem and is. And that's where I'm like, I'm like, you can't have pride when it comes to sex at all. Like a lot of men think like, okay, if you're telling me what to do, then that means that I'm bad or I can't get you off or whatever. And it's like technically yes, we're trying to help you, but like if you're not listening, the sex is gonna be even worse. Like
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't understand why men just do that and yeah. so i was just like oh this sex isn't even going to be good if you mm-hmm. can't if you feel bad if i'm because i'm going to be telling you what to do right and <laughs> that's just like that's sounds that's like he that, was just selfish that's that yeah. personality okay. i'm gonna be telling you
0: what to do topping from gone. the
1: bottom okay. is just who i am okay. um so, <laughs> Period, <poo. laughs> so uh yeah i just oh god it is hard it's hard finding dudes that are into that
2: mm-hmm.
1: but good I'm glad that you found good sex in New York. I also think that you found better sex, too, because you got older. Yeah. I think the older that I've gotten, the better the sex yeah, has been. Yeah, because, like, the young college boys and stuff, it was just like, you know. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's like. Um, <laughs> they just fucking just to be fucking, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Shout out! But I mean, not my, <laughs> not my recent younger situation. But anyways.
1: not no. Okay, so I'm talking about like 18. Yeah, 18. once you reach like the 20, like 22, 23 Even threshold, then it's, just... it's so I think because
0: that 23 year old put it down.
1: I think Savoy needed a 23 year old. <laughs> we don't need 23 year olds. Savoy needs a 23 year old. I Savoy needs like a more free spirited person to kind of like allow him to feel open and safe and cool and emphasis on yeah I can't even remember the last time like I've had sex with a guy around my age and I'm 25 so it's like I just can't what's the oldest the oldest I've had sex with was like 38 Mm -hmm. damn I haven't done I think 10 years older is
0: Hmm. I want to do like 45 for some reason
1: sometimes I want to do like 60 I don't like sometimes I just want to try it (laughs) Yeah, I want to like see. 40s for sure. Cuz what if they're on Viagra, they can get that shit popping.
0: Or even just I just feel like if you in your 40s and you ain't fucking good, then what's your purpose in life? Cuz usually
1: by that age anything goes for them cuz they right. experienced so yeah. much. That's so, so, so true. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, I want some 40-year-old. I want some 40. I want some 40 to like 48-year-old dick.
1: 40-year-old dick is great. Yeah. It's maybe, really great.
0: Maybe I'll get some 48-year-old dick in Vegas. I feel like that's a good mm. place. I'm that start. is
1: good, yeah. <laughs> I'm, what? what did you ah, talk about? You saw talk? I twisted that Wait, that what did mean? You mean? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to start. <laughs> you yeah. start, I mean, what did you say about manifestation? <laughs>
2: look, look, manifest then, Nick. You,
1: manifest Over. it. Period, Poe. <laughs> 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 so you are an adult Event organizer. Yes. yes. Shout out to um, adult.
0: Shout out to all our ador- adult event organizers who are listening to the podcast. Okay. We see you. We fuck with you.
1: Yeah, why you ain't inviting us? And why you ain't
0: inviting us? <laughs> I ain't gonna do nothing, but I do wanna watch. Or I, I might do something. You I Look, mean it's so it's like it could be is my year to explore my sensuality and my sexuality. You, you might so find that forty
1: eight year old dick at the party. Come on. <laughs> um so the forty
0: Marley. we see each other.
1: Okay that forty-eight-year-old will be at that party because a forty-year-old took me to my first sex party. <laughs> so oh, wow, yeah, um, they be out there. They trash do, bae? Trash Bay. Remember, he was forty and
0: lying about <laughs> lying his lying age. about his age. Oh,
1: trash Bay. Uh, damn, damn, Trash Bay. Oh, <laughs> the ghetto. Okay, sorry. Um, so you're an <laughs> no event organizer. Um, when was the first time? What was your first experience like going to a sex party? So, I was actually, like, in between jobs, and I looked on Craigslist, and, uh, like... You went to a Craigslist sex party? No! So... (laughs) Damn, (laughs) Amber! I'm sorry! Damn! Uh, I was like, whoo! So, So, I went on Craigslist, and, like, in jobs, and, like, classifieds, and, like, this swinger party, like, this swinger club was looking for a hostess, like, to just, like greet people and serve like champagne and like stuff like that so like I applied and I got the job so like my first introduction to a swinger party was just being a hostess like an employee so like I didn't really get to see the stuff that went on behind the scenes because as hostess you had to stay like up front and like you know just make Mm -hmm. sure like people were like fed and had drinks and stuff like that so that's
0: dope as fuck
1: (laughs) so like I met a guy there and whatever and he took my number and he was like really attractive and I stopped working there but then he took me there as like a date so it's kind of weird like i was going back to my You're place of right. employment it's like <laughs> but i got to see everything that went on behind the curtain and i was like oh shit y'all was turning up back here while i'm just out here giving me y'all champagne like so that was like my first experience and i was like yo people really just be out here fucking like out in the open and having a good time like
2: and they deserve
1: yeah and there's so many different like swinger parties out there that cater to different crowds but I will say, like, most of the parties I went to before I started throwing my own, it was always, like, older people. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always the youngest one there. So, it was just, like, everybody would be, like, <laughs> fresh meat. I know. Like, you know. so excited. Everybody would be, like, young pussy. You know young- like, I'm just, like, "Um, I'm with my day. <laughs> <And laughs> I'm, I'm, like. I was thinking when you started. <laughs> I'm, like. like, young pussy. Opinion. I'm, like, I'm with my day. I'm not fucking y'all. Like, you know. But then I started throwing my own party. So, I was just, like. And my parties like range ages twenty five to thirty five so like it's yeah. a good little range, and it's always just all black people. So like when I started having my own, I was like, this is lit. Didn't I say uh one i on on the episode with Ryan, I think I was talking about how I wanted to have like a black millennial <laughs> sex party? Hmm. manifestation <laughs> yeah so <my> look
0: is- <laughs> Mr. marley give her the info they am- <laughs> so mine is called and- like
1: black and kinky and i have it every three months i just had one october 26th it was okay. halloween themed and i always have them in brooklyn i always get like a nice airbnb and or decorate Im- and and that stuff. I- <laughs> <laughs> well my first one was in best eye yeah hmm. yeah okay so it's always a good time come on amber Okay, that's cute. So, okay, so.
0: <laughs> look, look, Amber, you need to, this is for the podcast. We need research.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, you tweeted, I think you just tweeted this today, actually, mm-hmm. but that you specialize in pegging, mm-hmm. J-O-I-C-B-T, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. feminization, mm-hmm. spanking, face mothering, wax play, Fendom, and Squirt play. Mm-hmm. What is that?
0: Let's <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with JOI. Like, like okay. let's start.
1: So, yeah. JOI is jerk-off instructions. And this can be done online, over Skype, or in person. And that's just literally telling a guy how you want him to jerk off when you want him to come. So, like, he can be jerking off about to come and I can be like, stop. Like you know, and they get off by that, and that can be. That. Is that called edging too? Yeah, it can be called edging also. Yeah, so okay. it can be either a thirty-minute session or an hour session, and then you just charge the price by that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And CBT. CBT is cock and ball torture. That's when you kick. They like to be kicked in the balls, stepped on, maybe hit with something in the balls. Some of them like to just. Just fool and have their balls destroyed. Like I said, this is all stuff that people have, you know, they have their reason for liking it. So, you know.
0: I'm sorry, y'all. If you into that, that's fine. That just sounds very painful for me. Yeah, yeah. There's people
1: much- are really into pain yeah, play, yeah. too. I don't get a lot of CBT requests, but, like, even when I get them, I have to, like, prepare myself that like, you know. Because some of them, like, ball busting. Like, do you ever hurt? Like, do they bleed? No, I've never okay. done it that far with like blood. Okay. No, okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> y'all. I'm sorry, but they love it. As the person, the only person with balls here, <laughs> I can only imagine what that's. Oh my God! Oh Jesus! Okay. Um, Feminization—that's feminization. just making them dress up in women's clothing, like heels and stuff like that, or like making them go to a store and try on women's clothing and take pictures in like the dressing room or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I like that. Shit, I didn't do that. I didn't know. Um, <laughs> wax play, obviously we know what wax play yeah, is. Yeah, candle wax and stuff, yeah. Okay. So how hot do you like it? Like super hot or can does it always have to be like super hot? Is there like a, I guess is there a preferred temperature for wax play? I
1: just like it like with a fresh candle. So I'll just light a fresh candle and just start. Gotcha. And that's right when it's hot. At It is hottest. See, I was thinking when you were saying wax play, I was literally thinking like, um, waxing, like oh, I got. No. I was thinking like you would just be waxing these because that's also painful. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's just I've, it's just candle wax. Just okay, got there. you. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we got it. Her mind goes places. I was. I <laughs> mean, places.
1: I was like, damn. I was thinking about a wax. <laughs> um, what was your last lesbian experience like? Uh, it was at my party. So like usually to start my parties off, I squirt for everybody. Cause you squirt on demand? Yeah, I'm very good at it. I can just do it. How? I <laughs> let loose. <laughs> no, like what are okay? Cause, all right. So I don't know how to squirt. Mm-hmm. How can I squirt? And how can I squirt on demand? So to me, like squirting, of course, like it helps with the assistance of toys, and I usually just get like clit simulators. So I don't get the dildos. Right. Like, so literally just put the vibration on the highest setting that you can take it. And I literally just press it against my clit. And, like, the whole time I'm pressing it, I'm thinking about something, whether it's a past sex experience I had or just thinking of someone attractive. And it usually just, it's just, like, you can't really think about it. You just got to let it, like, happen. I think a lot of girls overthink it, when it to happen so bad that, like, it mm-hmm. doesn't happen. So, like, to set my parties off, I usually just, like, squirt for everybody. And it's, that usually gets everybody going, you know. <laughs>
0: Damn, I wish I had a talent.
1: <laughs> be like, be like, start the party <laughs> I I off with a, a squirt. The only time I thought I squirted was, but I think I peed. I think I literally think it was pee.
0: Well,
2: at least you tried. But
1: it was. I was like, oh, did I squirt? Or did so I just have, have too, too much water to no, do it? Like, I'll go empty my bladder, like go to the bathroom, so I can know for sure that it, like, that you actually, yeah, for real, for real squirted. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> dedication. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, because it's so they're similar in ways. Um, but yeah. Damn. Okay, so what was it okay, so you said it was at your party. Mhm. Your, so.
0: your first Or your last lesbian experience?
1: So, um, it was at my party, so like, you know, I was like bust a squirt and then i had like a girlfriend there that i've like been with before mm-hmm. and like i had her like you know like sucking on my nipples and like doing stuff like that and then like as the party went on like we just you know interacted like had intercourse i pegged her like oral sex and stuff like that so like i was very comfortable with her anyway so mm-hmm. it, you know of course the men were just like oh. mm-hmm. whatever but like when it's just me and her to me it's literally just me and her like no one else really mattered, like no other outsiders and i really enjoyed being with her
0: do you see yourself, a, not, not that you have to choose, but do you see yourself in the, with a man or a woman, most likely?
1: I've been with both in serious relationships. Okay. So, like, just like I can see myself marrying a man, even mm-hmm, though marriage is scary, I can see myself marrying a woman also. Like Probably better with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I just love women's energy, period. It's just, like, with them, I just really feel like my wholesome, full self, you know? Like, I feel like sometimes with men, yeah, I can be my wholesome, full self, but, like, sometimes, like, the things we do for men can be so stupid, like emotion wise. Like what women is just like this is it is what it is. Like I'm about to be straight up. Like and I feel like we can be more open about our emotions. Like I feel more. I don't feel as ashamed to go to a woman about how I'm feeling as like mm-hmm. God, what would a man, you know? Like, I mean, look, I love women.
0: Sorry, I do too. <laughs>
1: don't apologize for that. <laughs> I'm apologizing the way I just yelled that. Oh, <laughs> no, that's fine. I love women as well. I, love if I
0: didn't have to. I mean, the only thing I really ever want from a man is his dick. And maybe his shoulders. Because I like shoulders. But... Does it? That's really. I mean, other than that, they generally just stupid. Except for, like, my friends. Just being honest. <laughs> What's the most surprising kink a sub has asked you to perform on them?
1: Oh, my God. Toilet training. And I just won't do it. What do you mean, toilet training? That's when they want you to shit and pee in their mouth. In their mouth. Okay. And I just won't do it. It's just, I don't care. I oh, don't know. No. Okay. I just imagine a cleanup. I just, <laughs> no. What do I have to eat beforehand even? Like, it's just, I don't know. The reason why I asked that question was because you tweeted that uh, a sub asked you to fart on them. Oh, yeah. Subs love farting. They love it. I was like, let me go to Taco Bell. The farting I've done before and I can do. Like, that's it's just farting. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, me having to cop a squat and pee and, like, poop on
0: you i was about to ask the question <laughs>
1: i was gonna say do you have a, a problem with doing it in the mouth or just doing it in general i just have a problem with doing it period i oh, guess okay. it's just like mm. i just i just can't bring myself to do it maybe one day but like i mean you
0: busting balls You, <laughs> i'm sorry but
1: see no. <laughs> i'm p- sorry so p- p- there's like so there's like soft and hard limits in bdsm yeah. right so yeah. like Toilet training is my hard limit. Like, I just mm. can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I I just can't at all. Gotcha. Like, And another hard limit of mine is, like, when men want you to, like, pimp them out and make them, like, suck dick for, like, money. Because I feel like that can just go into another territory of, like, I something else. I've even had, like, women subs be like, can you make me your prostitute and I'll fuck for money? I'm like, that can just get messy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that, that sounds messy. like it can get messy. Like, what if something goes wrong and then, like, I don't want to be called anyone's
0: pimp, like...
1: Oh, oh so you that? also are dom to other women too? Yeah, okay. and to couples. Okay, yeah. Oh,
0: well, what is couple? What is the couple situation like? How
1: are they both subs? Um, for the most part, yeah, they're both subs. Um, you get some like cuckold situations or whatever, like where like, say if I'm talking to a guy, so like a guy I'm dating, if I'm fucking him, he's called my alpha because like I'll be submissive to him, but like you have subs that want to pay to see him fuck me while they can't do anything about it and i've only done that once but like that's like really high in demand also but it's it's kind of hard to get other men on board for that like for me to even bring up that conversation like hey would you mind like fucking me while somebody else's watch like all, while this white guy watches like you know it's like it's a little weirder
0: and see that's my sexual that's like one of my dreams sexual i just want i'm very i don't necessarily want to do a threesome mm-hmm. just because i'm i have i can't i have I have problems multitasking in general. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I do want to do voyeurism. Like I, I mm-hmm. just wanna watch I wanna have somebody watch me and my man have sex. Mm-hmm. It's one mm-hmm.
1: of my goals. Yeah, yeah. And that happens a lot too at my like sex parties. Like mm-hmm. there's people that come and like I like, they're allowed to just watch. So, like, in my parties, you don't have to have sex. You can watch. You just can't have your phone out. Like, that's my biggest yeah, thing, you know, mm-hmm. which is common sense, I feel like. Because no one wants to be recorded and not know right. they're being recorded. Yeah. But, like, I allow voyeurs. Like, I get a lot of voyeurs and stuff. And mm-hmm. they have just as good of the time, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Amber. What? Um, can we go to one of um, Mrs. Marley's parties? I'm going to be a voyeur.
1: You should. My next one's going to be in January. I'm doing a lot of things for my birthday month.
0: Okay. A lot. We can talk about this later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I've had a lot of people that's like came and just like, I'm just going to watch. And the next thing I know, I'll be like, oh, look at you over there fucking.
0: I just want to watch <laughs> for now. <laughs> now, if I end up on my knees. I that's what everyone That's that. why I don't want to go with a you. A lot of people like to watch why?
1: because I just don't want to see you fucking or you see me fucking. Why not? I'm not. I mean, I'm, not, clopper, I'm right? not. I'm not into that. Okay, well, clopper, I don't, that's I don't the alcohol. Part. Anything can go. I don't drink. Oh, oh. yeah. Well then. So I just because I've gone to a sex party before yeah. and. Just I watch. was very... No, I was... I fucked. I mm. was the main attraction. It's kind of hard not to. Um, it's kind of hard not to. I'm That's
0: honest. my friend. <laughs> she was the main motherfucking <laughs> attraction.
1: It's kind of hard not to. Like, all that energy going on in there, mm. and you're just like, oh, shit, I'm a little horny right now. And then... Yeah, where I went, it was, like, empty, kind of. It was, oh, like, on okay. a Tuesday, and uh, it was a lot of voyeurs. Okay. And so it was also that you're the only young pussy in the room. But I was, mm-hmm. like, with someone. I was with a couple. So, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of what happened but um yeah Um, mine is like a good mix of like voyeurs and like people that like legit want to watch you know
0: Mm -hmm. so yeah Mm -hmm. well we don't have i'm
1: down to i'm down to like go but not to go but i don't know like what i don't know
0: i I mean i wouldn't if you i wouldn't watch you i would look go other places
1: (laughs) yeah that's true but i i I still be like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, fine, Amber. <laughs> fine. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. what's a kink you want to try but haven't yet?
1: I've never had anyone like put the rope on me. Mm. You know, what do you oh. mean? Like, I've never like been like tied up, tied up in bondage. Okay. Like professionally. Mm-hmm. Not saying like someone just brought some rope and we just gonna try it out here. Yeah. But just like I've never had a, like a professional tie me up. Mm. That's something I. So do. the alpha will do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Um. Last question. Mm-hmm. How do you define romantic intimacy?
1: To me, romantic in- intimacy is just really like operating on another level with somebody. Like it's beyond like oh, I'm just going to fuck you just because I'm horny. It's like, oh, I'm going to fuck you or, like, I'm going to make love to you and we're going to, like, take our time and I want you to tell me different things during that I can do to make it better. Like, it's just being fully transparent with each other. Like, that's where romantic intimacy is. Me, personally, I like to fuck. I like the hardcore fucking and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But when I'm in, like, a really, really deep, intimate relationship, I love romantic intimacy also. So it's like, you know... It's just, a. I feel like it's just like, a, you have to find the right person. You can't have romantic in, intimacy just with like a, I feel like with a one night stand or just anybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause it takes time to learn each other's bodies. So, yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: All right. So we're going to go into bird confessions. These are rapid fire questions. These mm-hmm. are the first answer that comes to your your mind. Okay. What kind of bird are you? Pigeon, dove, eagle, flamingo, or peacock? I'm an Eagle. Come on. We've been getting a lot of damn egos lately. Mm-hmm. Um you are featured on a Maury episode. What sh- what is the show topic for the day? Is he the baby's father? I slept with my best friend's boyfriend, unruly teenager, or I scanned my ex out of thousand of dollars.
1: I scam my ex out of thousands of
0: dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna say that. One porn star you would let hit.
1: You know, I don't watch a lot of porn.
0: You know, that's been the consensus lately. Who's one person you want to let hit right now? Look. <laughs> Don't yeah. got to be a porn star? No. It can be anybody. I
1: feel bad saying it because he's so problematic. Okay. Hey. But I want to see what Chris Brown dick is hitting on. Because...
0: Trash trash bag dick levels. Is <laughs> that strong? It's crack dick. <laughs> well, literally. So it's
1: like... It can go Literally either way. As well. I, 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 I. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're not the first person to say yeah, that. So yeah, yeah. Not at even all. this season.
0: <laughs> people, people like that. See, breezy dick. I think it's a little too skinny for me. But hey, mm. um, what city of love and hip hop would you rather be on? Miami, New York, Atlanta, or Hollywood?
1: Well, I don't watch Living Hip Hop. I'm just going to go with New York because I live here. Okay. It's intense.
0: <laughs> they all get They're all, yeah. <laughs> they're they all, all have like different levels. Oh, yes. Which one would you be on? You know what? Right now, I'd probably be on Hollywood. I'm a Hollywood girl. Yeah, I'm a Hollywood girl for sure. For sure, Hollywood I'm girl. I'm definitely getting the stomach back sucked up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, main requires I'm getting my stomach sucked out and I'm getting put it all in my ass
1: okay and and <laughs> Hollywood a, girls on the show do they all that.
0: got work done
1: I mean that's on every season like, I, I mean like yeah
0: but I feel like Hollywood city. like literally really it, the work is is a lot of work hmm. in my opinion I
1: would think Atlanta had more work
0: Mm-mm. not me not to me um but I also haven't watched since the early season okay. Um, your dream tray can only possess one main attribute a grill, a nice car, a neck tattoo, a regular weed habit.
1: A regular weed habit. For I sure. knew that too.
0: <laughs> would you rather would you rather have them spinning your mouth or your butt?
1: My butt. We see each other. Definitely my butt. We see each other. <laughs> Period poo.
0: <laughs> long nails, a long weave, or long eyelashes. Long weave. Okay. Number one rule for cuffing season.
1: Make sure they got heat in their house if you don't go over there. <laughs> I'm leaving if you ain't got heat. Because it ain't leaving. worth it at that point. I'm it you, really The dick is not, not worth it. It's not. You don't have heat in this weather? Oh.
0: <laughs> um, my celebrity capsule collection would be with Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Things, H&M, or Target.
1: Pretty Little Thing. Okay.
0: Yeah. Would you rather twerk like Megan the Stallion or create hot girl shit like Megan? Real hot girl shit, I should say.
1: Twerk because she got them knees. Uh uh-huh. Them knees. She was just she performed at my homecoming. I saw her in concert. Her The really? knees was even crazier. in HD, up close and personal. I really want to see her in concert. By went, the way, yeah.
0: how long did you work? How long did you and you walk yourself around the, the For like an hour knees. and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow that's so dope um okay oh the most iconic thought of all time to you
1: the most iconic thought of all time mm-hmm. wow the we've had icon. we've
0: had some crazy choices over the last couple of weeks we had um we had Della Reese, <laughs> Della Reese. I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that yeah and then we also had before that we had um
1: why am I blanking on her name right now who, Ooh. Elizabeth? elizabeth taylor yeah <laughs> the most iconic thought
0: mm-hmm. i would have to say drake because he be he got a Ooh, new you know what? Ooh, drake is a thought he Uh-oh. got a new a person every week yes every week wow. that is
1: so true yes, yes. yes. he is a thought mm. and thank you for thinking of a dude yes i think you're the first person who's... he's a thought to
0: he is <laughs> Tatiano. Oh, come on, Tatiano. <laughs> come on, Tatiano. For I real. feel like this is going to be somebody's Twitter display name, Tatiano. <laughs> I, I, I wish I wouldn't. I'd have to keep it on brand, bustly, But Tatiano yes, is a good one. Ooh. Woo, all right, we're gonna do Zaddy of the week, which is one man, or one male presenting um, person that we feel like is deserves. A, there's the bus, the puss, the mouth. You mm-hmm. know, your nose, your ear, whatever you, really <laughs> whatever of, you want to give. Them. All
1: the holes. <laughs> you know,
0: um, all all the holes. Yes. And I I wonder, I wonder what I would say to somebody who wanted to fuck my nose. Like just,
1: I would say no. But what does that really do for you? Exactly. I don't know. But
0: it sounds never... like a sinus infection.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then also, why your dick able to fit in my nostril? I don't think
0: it would fit, but just like, just hitting it. <laughs> Things I think Ow. about. Ow. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ah, ah, come on. Ah. <laughs> oh. Amber, who's just at the end of the week?
1: Okay. I never talked. I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I'm obsessed with Richard Roundtree. Um <laughs> And since we were talking about old daddies, (laughs) I love Richard Roundtree and I love an old black man With a salt and pepper beard and he could Fuck every hole he could even Ask me to fuck my nose And I might be like Okay I love Richard ah. Roundtree. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> ah. Literally. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I hate y'all. Woo <laughs> the ghetto. Yes, but Richard Roundtree, he's 97
0: oh, years wow. old. I don't know how old he is. He's he like, is not
1: that old. He's in his 80s, though, I think. Wait, hold on. I'm pretty sure he's in his 80s. <laughs> look,
0: we about to do it.
1: He look. is I old know. as hell, y'all. Hold on. <laughs> but Richard Roundtree, bit that is my man. He yeah. could get it to this day.
0: Richard Roundtree is seventy-seven.
1: Seventy-seven. Okay. That's
0: not. I mean, you, did you say that's not bad, <laughs> bitch? Because Richard don't look for seventy-seven, so he doesn't. So
1: he's just such a fine-ass black man. Ugh.
0: Mm. <sighs> All right. All right. Sorry, I love him. Pussy was throbbing. Pussy throbbing, crab I, legs. <laughs> That's what I actually wanted some crab legs. <laughs> Look, me too. Um, <laughs> mine is actually Dion Cole.
1: Oh. Yes.
0: I've always had a thing. I've had a thing for Dion Cole for probably good since Blackish came out. Mm-hmm. I just think there's something so. He's fine. Yeah, there's
1: something Did so. Did you on. watch his uh, Netflix comedy I have special? Not watch- yet. It's funny.
0: And even when I met him, he was a little awkward, but. He, it's something about him that I find very attractive because he ghetto, yeah. But I also feel like he nasty, like, he oh, got, absolutely, Like, he definitely. He got spinning your butt vibes mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm always attracted to any man who has spinning your butt vibes,
1: mm. oh, yeah. Word. Dion Cole, that's a good one,
0: yeah. Mrs. Marley, who's your daddy of the week?
1: D'Angelo on the How Does It Feel days, so. though. Mm. I mean, I was watching that video the other night. Oh, uh.
0: <laughs> come on, the other nights.
1: I just remember being a Ooh. youth trying to look under. I was like, put I, the camera down, though. I was please, like, please. please, just a little, low, just a little low. back here. Yeah. he was <sighs> definitely him, mm. for sure. And then he had that sweat dripping down. And he had that cut right, <sighs> right. here. It was cut so perfectly. But for me,
0: I don't even in the ass. But there was something about his ass that just was just like so perfectly. It right. was mm-hmm. really
1: perfect. Mm. And then I don't, I don't even know what he looks like. Mm. he's you know it's not, it's not the same it's you not. know people get older you and know, things, things happen yeah things, things happen loose. but he's we at least no cause there's some older people still tight and right so
0: Richard Roundtree
1: and D'Angelo <laughs> De- ain't that old
0: Dion Cole Dion- 47
1: uh, so but not everyone is blessed yeah. in yeah. that way well I, he went through some times he did stuff, so. he did um, but at least we have that video
0: exactly to immoralize his greatness ooh
1: that is oh, a child. video wow it was great mm. <laughs>
0: ooh <all right. laughs> mm. Um next who, is who was the
1: creative director for that fucking video they deserve
0: like who deserve did an honorary Grammy Ooh, okay. real. Bad Bitch Hall of Fame which is one woman we feel like deserves her flowers and has not received them it can be anyone um. So I will start. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, as I said, I was like, "Dude, who you got? Who you got?" <laughs> yeah, because I was like, ah. <laughs> and yeah, "Who you got?" Um. Honestly, this is random as fuck, but I am going to go with um. I am going to go with Missy Elliott. I don't know. That's the lady who just came. To Missy the Elliott it's is a queen. A queen. Okay? and I've been, yeah. I was I listened to Missy earlier this week, so maybe that's why it's in my mind. Shout out to Missy mm-hmm. A true queen We stand We see you
1: I mean Missy is Fucking iconic Psh, Fucking woman, iconic Beyond iconic Yeah like She paved the way For producers Like she literally Produced so much music mm-hmm. During our like Childhood And like Changed the genre Of music Changed like R&B Like mm-hmm. her videos Were so innovative and she was also like this fat black woman, like mm-hmm. just out here killing it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> also,
0: also, I, have, I have you go ahead Amber. I don't have anybody, so somebody I, can I, go ahead. I, I, Mrs. Marley, who's your who's your bad bitch Hall of Fame entry? Anyone? I'm gonna go be
1: with there. Bernice Burgos because <gasps> interesting. That is one fine ass grandma, y'all, because she is a grandmother. She is a grandma. And
0: truths were told.
1: She is so beautiful. Like, even her skin complexion is just so beautiful to me. You know, people like to be like, oh, she's 47, however old she is, and still making these club appearances. So, why do people think, like, you just have to stop at a certain age? And she's getting paid for these appearances. So, it's just like, let's just live her life.
0: Live, Live her best life.
1: And she looks damn good damn All good damn good yeah she does
0: if I look like that at 47 just right you know, I'll be out here thotting and bopping too shit I don't look like that and I'm still right th- exactly th- I don't
1: <laughs> even look like that and I'm <laughs> she's 15 <laughs> years older than me um, and I'm still trying to die. speaking of women who just like need to live their life uh, and I don't know because this episode is coming out around Thanksgiving so this might not even be that relevant anymore but I'm going to give it to Robin Crawford That's who I'm going to give it to. That's a good pick. Um, She, I haven't read her book yet, Um, but just shout out to her.
2: Yeah, shout out to her.
1: That's it. That's all I got. um, And let her live her life.
0: And tell her truth. And tell Everybody her truth. Let's so All live our lives.
1: And tell the truth. Uh huh. A word. <laughs> like let's do that. So I'm g- I'm gonna give it to Robin.
0: Shout out to Robin. Shout out to her. All right. As always, we close the episode with good bussy vibes. This is one quote or one thing that um that kind of just sparked my that made me say woo child woo. All right. So this one is a new one. It comes from Nidra. Wow. I can't say her name. Um, but yes. Nidra tahab. T- um, it says, Repeat after me. As a result of unhealthy relationships, I've learned to protect myself from being hurt. I am capable of being in healthy relationships. I can trust that people will show me love in ways that I can see and feel. I can exist in relationships without wondering if slash when the other person will harm me. I am safe. Repeat after I will repeat this one more time. Repeat after me. As a result of unhealthy relationships I've learned to protect myself from being hurt I am capable of being healthy relationships I can trust that people will show me love in ways that I can see and feel I can exist in relationships while wondering if slash when the other person will harm me I am safe so this is just one thing that really is she calls them her Nidra nuggets mm-hmm. um and my friend, shout out to my friend Ari, she sent this to me, and I this really just spoke to me. I think.
2: Yeah, that was um, real deep.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, as somebody, I actually tweeted uh, about last week a long, for a long time, um, both in platonic as well as personal relationships. I mean, both in um, platonic and romantic relationships, I've kind of searched for safety. And one thing that I've been tr- tr- practicing and working on is just finding safety looking for safety in self mm-hmm. and really just learning how to trust myself Yeah, and learning how to trust myself kind of helps me um, really just be my best self and allows me to trust myself other in relationships yeah. and other That people. is true.
1: You got to find safety in yourself because you can't make homes out of other people. You can't mm-hmm. at all. Nope. That's where you go wrong.
0: And because a lot of you motherfuckers is y'all, y'all, y'all foundation. Looking for other people weak.
1: to save them. Yep.
0: is weak. But, Mrs. Marley, where would you like to tell the girls to find you? Where can the girls, where can the pussy guy find you? Is there anything you would like to promote before we leave? Just take us, take us, give us, take us on the journey.
1: So you can find me on Twitter at EyesXonFire. And also you can follow, follow me on Instagram, TheChocolateDom underscore and also, if you're interested in joining Black Dom Sorority, I will be reopening for new member intake this weekend. So I'm making sure the platform is safe and ready to have all these new members come in and prepared for everybody. Um, if you have any questions, the best avenue is to hit me up on Instagram as I check that the most, like I said, at the Chocolate Dom underscore. And that's where you can find me. And this episode isn't going to be airing until November 26th. Mm-hmm. So... Mm. It will. It still be open. The chocolate dom. Yeah, it'll still be open. Okay, great, great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, thank you for having. For thank you for coming more than anything, and thank you being so for open, teaching us me. Well, me in particular. Yeah, I learned learned a a lot. I learned a lot. I'm
1: glad. I'm
0: so glad. Some things I wasn't ready for, um, (laughs) like CBT. Um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Once again, I'm not judging. I'm just. It just sounds painful to me. It's just not for you. Yeah, it's just not for me. (laughs) Um, but as always, Bussy Hive, you can find us or you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music Play, and SoundCloud. And then you can also follow us on Epray as well on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I slash me and Amber really tweet slash Instagram ignorant ass shit. Um, and it's a great time. Um, Amber, is there anything you would like to say to the Bussy Hive before we leave?
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Shout out to that.
1: Hope hope y'all don't have to curse out your family members. Um, Hope if you do feel like cursing out your family members, maybe just listen to this instead. Um, Or listen to this and then curse out your family members. Um, Or uh, hopefully you guys have like a loving time and enjoy yourselves and are safe. And uh, we won't have an episode the week after. Uh, December whatever second I think that might be, so just be on the lookout for that. Yeah, and we'll be back December ninth.
0: Hopefully, you if you can't be with family, hopefully you are with your chosen family, um, and having a happier experience. Mm-hmm. And we're just eating mac and cheese. Yeah, and dressing sh- emphasis and on chitlins. Ch- and chitlins <laughs> emphasis on dressing beans,
1: greens, tomatoes, <laughs> whatever that is. <laughs> that lady <laughs> Shirley. Shout out on, to Shirley. Sh- shout, out,
0: shout out to Shirley a true icon Bad
1: Bitch Hall of Fame
0: Bad Bitch Hall of Fame <laughs> That's who you should have been surely
1: ah,
0: As always we love you Bussy High Bye
1: Bye